Hey sexy babies, welcome to another episode of the Creative Imbalance Podcast on Girth Radio. Today's episode, I have my good friend in Emmy Grace, and Emmy, she's an all-around artist in many, many awesome ways. And right now I had her on to talk about her new web series, which uh, there's a teaser out right now, and it's a comedy about the last video rental store and it's hilarious if you want to see that clip you can check it out on the podcast link to this episode on girthradio.com we dive into some deeper subjects of just about life in general and pursuing what you want to do and kind of saying fuck you to the man type of thing uh, which we both had experience of that going very well and also terrible <laughs> and and yeah it's, it's just an all-around fun conversation and uh i'm gonna stop talking right now because you're gonna hear it anyways why do i have to explain something you're about to hear like fuck it um yeah let's start the show <laughs> Pacific Junction Hotel, Girth Radio. Emmy, thank you for being on the show. You are one of the original gangsters, and people (laughs) cannot find that episode online. It was uh, (laughs) one of my test episodes. Some people who listen to the show know I used to fucking just walk around in a park, and then uh, Sammy from Girth Radio found me, and now I'm in this beautiful studio drinking all of their beer. So fancy, P.S. Yeah, so uh, we got the original gangster, Emmy Grace, and Emmy is... An all-around artist, creative person, drawer, fucking, that, that's not even a word, a drawer, right? No, just, you, just, I think you just did it. Yeah, okay. Now it's, you're it an is now. Too, for that work. And uh, yeah, and you've, you've been working on this web series that mm-hmm. I am so fucking intrigued, and yeah. that's why I have you here right now. No. It's called Late Fees. And it's about the last video store, right? Yeah, the last, so it's the last video store in Toronto. Um, and this guy who pretty much, you know, the intro, the teaser that we put out just has him in the store and his best friend accosting him in the store, trying to get him to stop volunteer, voluntarily working there. It's fucking hilarious. And it also kind of like, I think hits the soul of like our generation because we grew up going to like the video stores and they're all dying now. Yeah. And, um. You can, like, imagine some guy missing it so much that he's just pretending to work there all the time. Well, he's just trying to cling on to the last, like, his dream job. He already had his dream job. It was working at Blockbuster in high school. He's now 30 plus and just, like, you know, the time is now officially going to be over. And so he goes to the last video rental store and just wears a Blockbuster shirt. And it's, like, his passion project. It makes him happy. It keeps him from killing himself. Which, which is a, a real thing as you get older, of just, you know, needing to do things that make you happy, no matter who you have to, no matter who, what it makes, what, if it makes sense or not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it, it, it's so like, was well written. Like, uh, did you end up writing that? Or? Um, well, we, it was pretty improv. So, yeah, um, yeah. so we, we organized the story 
and then just like set for two hours we set two comedians loose and had a couple non-actors and some actors come in ah, and we just yeah. like saw saw what happened we tried to take um note from you know the almighty larry david mm -hmm. you know with curb your enthusiasm and uh as of recently my friend ethan cole with his my 90 year old roommate yeah show on cbc web series on cbc so we just um yeah took notes from the greats and tried to you know Oh yeah, so so I guess that was like the best of of what you shot that day, or like... that is the best of. But um, it 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 just you know coming up to the day that we were shooting, we had a whole treatment ready. We had a whole like you know season outline, a pilot like kind of scripted, all ready to go. But what we didn't take into account, um, wh which was actually set in the past in two thousand three with a whole cast. Mm -hmm. And we had a cast ready to go, yeah. except uh, a couple days before the shoot, we got this huge bomb that uh, a video rental store, the last video rental store in Parkdale, um, just was going to let us shoot for free Oh wow! as a location. Yeah. So we kind of just like tailored the entire thing. We just like pumped the brakes and then rewrote the whole thing, brought it into modern day, which kind of revitalized the whole thing. It yeah. just gives it a whole new life and more more of a story rather than a look back, you know? Yeah, yeah. And that's, like, really impressive that those guys, like, improv that thing, too, because it was just such, like, a natural, oh. like, combo and, like, so funny. They're it just, hilarious. It's, like, the one yeah. dude just who doesn't work there is, like, working there in a blockbuster shirt and, like, trying to talk to people about movies and the yeah. other guys is yelling at him. He's like, he just doesn't even spelling. work here. Like, yeah, and like, I actually <laughs> casted those guys. Like, it was funny. Yeah. Like, um, I had, I had been the casting director for... Um, for a friend of mine's, uh, like I would say, like a sci-fi, like apocalyptic type of short. Yeah. And um, I was there for the whole casting process. And, you know, I've been in other casting processes. But what I really wanted to do was just like meet pals, mm -hmm. you know, because this is a comedy. So I just went out to different comedy shows and started meeting comedians. Cool. And uh, doing comedy myself. I was going to say, speaking of, you just yeah. did your first open mic, right? Uh, two now. Oh, nice, yeah, yeah, nice. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How how was that experience stepping on stage for the first time? You know, it was, it, as as a director and writer, like, all I wanted to do was have that kind of, like, well-rounded, uh, like, experience so that mm -hmm. when I do work with comedians, I understand, you know, the pressures that they're going through. I've already seen them perform maybe sets, so I'm familiar with their personas and can maybe write off of that. Yeah. I just uh, wanted to kind of get, you know, in. Just dive just in the deep in. end. and Yeah. And just, yourself. yeah. And, and, you know, whether or not that's my calling has yet to be determined. I've only done it twice. And mm -hmm. uh, the second time was fucking horrible, but the first time was incredible. So it was just like, you know, I'm pretty balanced out now and it's just about like getting, getting back in the water. But um, it was really nice because I got to meet um yeah the people that i casted who are such talented comedians that are super up and coming and yeah mm -hmm. they have a really huge future ahead of them so yeah sick and oh that's so awesome that you're yeah. just like in the front lines just <laughs> taking that extra initiative because it's it's not an easy task to jump on that stage and i've done it many times which was, what's funny to hear too it's like your first time was amazing and second time was horrible and that was like <laughs> the same thing i'm gonna say like, what happened to me was the first time i was like so terrified yeah. that i think it made it awesome like i'm like yeah. i had like there was like probably fucking 20 people in the audience but it was like in my brain like the biggest like deal <laughs> ever and yeah. uh I don't know. I just went all out. And the second time I was like, oh, yeah, just so relaxed, like overly relaxed, like to the point where I'm like, 
oh, this is this, this is just shit. I should have tried because like I got such an ego boost from like yeah. the first one. But uh, how was uh, your comparing? It was the, it was the exact same thing yeah. as yours, but the opposite. The first time I went on, I was like, fuck it, I have nothing to lose. Yeah. So went on stage and like, you know had an idea of what I wanted to say, but like, you know, looking at some of the greats and like mainly Louis CK of just being like, you just gotta, you just, I don't know, his whole notion of like using your best stuff first mm -hmm. and then, you know, kind of shooting yourself in the foot was what I was thinking of. Yeah. So uh, that's not what I did, but he was in my heart when I went up there, <laughs> yeah. you know? So I just kind of went up there and I, I kind of won it. Yeah. You know, and I knew the main joke that I wanted to tell, and I knew several jokes that I wanted to tell, and I was so relaxed. It was so nice. awesome. Yeah, yeah. And then the second time was, you know, had some stuff prepared, but because it went so well, I was kind of just like, oh, yeah, you can't ever fuck this up. I'm a mm -hmm. natural. And then, and then just said free bleed way too many times, like without context <laughs> it just like stirred the whole entire audience what did, were you trying to do like a, a bit on like a period thing going on yeah Freebly. yeah <laughs> i was like i was like you know like you know i i i always get back to like this meta phase no matter what it is that i'm doing whether if it's comics or writing or like you know, like this, uh, this web series like these, it always ends up being super meta. Mm -hmm. And so what I was like, the joke was supposed to be like, I didn't have any material prepared for this or I had some, but luckily I forgot to be prepared as a woman and like <laughs> something, you know, just yeah, so yeah. I would, I, you know, and because I w missed the women's march, like it's even caving now. Like I don't even know why I yeah. thought it was but, a good but idea. But some, sometimes the concept will be there, and then it'll yeah. be like a year from now. You think of a tagline that just like connects it, like the it's like a missing piece of totally. a puzzle, and that, that's totally like uh, what I love about stand up and what's addicting for it or addicting about it for me is like it seems like it's never ending, like the levels of how you can improve on it yeah. it's just like an ongoing like pit of uh of things you, things you can work on and things yeah. you can change and even like listening to like other podcasts like rogan or mark Marin or whatever too okay. they're still like they're professional they're like the top level comedians and they're still like just talking about how oh i should fix this and i kind of fucked this up and yeah. like it's like this awesome like mental puzzle like, that's going what's on. so it, that's what's so interesting for me being a non-performer and then trying a performing mm -hmm. medium is uh is just like succumbing to the fact that whatever you're doing in that moment it, you can prepare for it but then everything can just everything else can happen and like you it's a totally like unique thing to that time that like you could either you can't really account for yeah like you just have to free yourself up to that and either you're gonna make magic or you're not mm -hmm. and in that case i did not yeah <laughs> but you know i'm hopeful in the fact that like the first time it did and i'm sure that's not the best you know and mm -hmm. like you just have to keep it going be fearless you know yeah yeah that's like you got like the attitude of like some of the pros because like sometimes oh God, you know? sometimes people like they do it a couple times and they'll have that really bad time and just be like fuck this that's yeah. not worth it or whatever but it's cool to see that you're like looking ahead and that's like not just for comedy for like whatever people well, yeah. are fucking doing it's like anything I... everything's trial and error and like you do that enough and that's when the magic happens when you keep like 
keep at it. It becomes yeah. a part of you. you know? I've actually failed so much that oh, I'm, yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, stand-up comedy, why not add it to the list? <laughs> yeah, you know? like, it might just be the thing. I'm like, as a creative person, as an artist that has taken, like, put so many chips on the table, mm-hmm. it's just a matter of just, like, keep putting chips on the table and, like, growing it in so many ways that eventually something's bound to hit and whether or not I can expect it, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like, I never, like, even though I thought this web series, I thought of this concept for years, Mm -hmm. but I never thought, like, it's bizarre to be here and, like, being in the middle of it. Like, we're... We're like in kind of a production phase, but also like, you know, it's it's looking really hopeful. Yeah. You took the yeah. hardest step and that's always the first step to exactly. like bring it to life. Exactly. Like first time doing a web series, first time doing stand up. Like it's just all about first times, I think. And whatever gives you the good feels, like just keep doing it. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? And even if it's shitty, I mean, maybe it's just because you need to be patient with it and keep going. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Yeah, you tell me you're doing this podcast thing and you've grown this thing like yeah. so huge. Fucking awesome. like the first episode, there's like you can hear police sirens in the background. Yeah. I'm like, oh, don't mind that. Even and now in our it's episode, like, it was yeah. in my in my studio, and like now you have like this sick. I gotta tell everybody who's listening, if anybody's listening, I'm sure everybody is. Uh, D Trump. Yeah. <laughs> what up, dog? <laughs> this place is incredible. There's like glass everywhere. It looks out onto mm-hmm. the street. Subway is across the street. Like there's a bar of like so many people. This is awesome. Yeah. There's also a reason why I don't sit on this side because my first couple episodes I sit on that side yeah. and then you can see out into the bar and then I get distracted oh and God, I just totally. I start like commentating on people. I'm like, oh look at those people making <laughs> out. <laughs> this is yeah. my problem. I have ADHD, yeah. but like whether or not it's called ADHD or just like being okay with the elements around you and like being inspired by them I don't know but yeah that guy is he's yeah, got a nice sweater too you know? oh, oh yeah <laughs> what's what that Gore-Tex <laughs> Yum. one night it was, it was one of my episodes too there was like this crack lady out here just doing her thing and uh <laughs> me and I had a comedian just in here and another blanket. actor in here and we just started commentating on her and then she could could hear us through the window oh it's just like <laughs> fuck you and like that's what I love about like this window here you can kind of like interact with the it's a peop- good thing with the people on King Street it's a good thing I don't know anybody in this area because then I would just probably either drink more or get a little bit more embarrassed or self-aware but uh, no. i'm just i'm just stoked to be here oh yeah thanks for coming too yeah. like and i'm stoked to be here too it's like yeah, i'm um, i'm blessed and uh we're taking this thing and i'm gonna do whatever i can to keep promoting girth in awesome people that brought me here like emmy grace oh <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I the guess beginning a good segue into <laughs> how we met we met in college yes yeah, and we yeah. were the two anomalies, I always felt. Yeah, we Although, were Although, like, like, big ups to everybody else in that class, but, like, mm-hmm. we were definitely, like, the oddball misfits. And yeah, we just, like, and we just kept, like, coming back and doing random courses that we fucked up. And, yeah, like, we, yeah <laughs> we totally fucked up in Like, college. our schedules were, like, all <laughs> over the place. Like, I think I was, like, in every year at one point. Me like, too. It was, like, a three-year when advertising program. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I had, like, a little bit of first year this, second year that. That was my that, second first year, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you advertise, it's going to be creative. Like, why make it make it linear and like, like possible ways for artists to fail? Yeah. Like, it should have been like, I don't know. You know you what's know? beautiful about having you here right now and talking about stand up comedy? Yeah. I vividly remember me oh. and you. We were walking down the street. And uh, yeah. I was thinking it's about huge. doing stand-up comedy, and you were probably like one of the first person I told. 
And then I and looked took, at you yeah. right back in your eyes, and I was like, me too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and yeah, after that, it took me four years to do it, and then you, like. It took me four years. Well. You, maybe a little. No, lo- oh, way longer. Yeah, 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 that, yeah. That was just this year. But we fucking did it. Yeah. We did it. Yes. I don't know if you could hear that. There was no yeah. mic, but there's a high five and that now, just happened. Now you got, like, this comedy show in the works. And yeah. So I seen the hilarious like little teaser of it. Yeah. Have you guys been filming more around that, or are you guys so what, planning? Or what we're doing now, which is why it's incredible that you asked me to come here, is we're doing um we're we're looking for funding currently. Okay. Even though like uh, I'm super punk rock and like I've always like you know made zines, you know mm-hmm. done everything from the bottom up. Even spent way too much money on things that had no return, yeah. which I'm very happy to do. Mm-hmm. You know, if you have money, I'm. Uh, you know fuck that four thousand dollar purse like i'm making a i'm making something yeah you know what i mean for example your art show the other year oh my god everything yeah Yeah. it's like just just like fucking i'm like i remember that was just such an odd experience it was like the gods must be crazy i would just like talk to a bunch of like my art school friends that i had just met who i'm still art school friends is a very weird (laughs) weird subject for me i'm sure like art school confidential by daniel Klaus is how i feel about art school anyway Mm -hmm. so when I, i yeah anyway that that art show was just like so how does one get an art show and they're like well you have to suck someone's dick for a super long time aka the art world and then like wait till they look at you and then you wink back and then (laughs) and then they look at you again and then you say look at me and look at what i can do and like this whole dance and then maybe you can get in a group show Maybe you can have a solo show. I'm like, fuck this. I'm yeah, not the Emmy Grace way. No, just... <laughs> I, was like, I was like, let me just fucking get an Airbnb that's boss as fuck in an awesome neighborhood and like just like throw an art show and just invite a bunch of people. And like so many randoms came. Yeah. It was incredible. And I like slept there and like. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was sick. And there was like a loft. Oh my God. It. There was like a full bar. We like, yeah. And my yeah. dad like saw how. Yeah, your parents were there. Oh my <laughs> God. My mom, my 70 year old mom like climbed a ladder to like check out some like installation I had up top, you know, like yeah. a. And I was just like, wow, this is it. You know what I mean? I don't really give a fuck if the walls aren't white and like, you know, everybody's drinking rose. But like, it yeah, was, that was a moment. It was, yeah. And I was so stoked that you came, but. Anyway, yeah, DIY, you know, this web series is completely, you know, that's why I love that web series are getting a lot of attention right now. Mm-hmm. I had to kind of step away from, like, I was working on comics the last time that we had chatted. Ah, uh, yes, yes. But I just felt as though, like, I felt as though in comics, like, I had missed the boat in a way, and the boat was, like, filled with so many zines mm-hmm. and zine fests that it was like, what happened to this cool medium that was, like, totally mean like a like a bunch of other like a couple other people yeah do you feel like it just kind of got oversaturated Super as you were jumping into it yeah. yeah like like just i just missed the boat like i was putting some out and then all of a sudden it just like people were like what's a zine and people still today will be like what's a zine which is awesome because mm-hmm. it's you know i always love the underground yeah and like the alternative you know any kind of mode but um back then zines were kind of just like yeah, a thing that, you know, people from the 80s that were super rock and roll and like punk rock like knew about. Mm-hmm. But like all of a sudden overnight, it was like I blinked and then everybody was putting out a zine. And I was like, OK, this is too much for me. And, yeah. you know, I had to just kind of think like, what is it that I really, really like would hate that I'd never did? You know, if like, to, you know, 
yeah as anyone does is think about like death and be like what would i regret oh i do all the time i don't know of other but we're like those two like we've always been yeah yeah (laughs) that's that's the best word i was gonna uh, i was gonna be negative be like we're the weirdos but i like anomalies that's like that's super positive right (laughs) and even weirdos like whenever i call like a a normal person weird i just watch them shrivel and i'm like no that i've turned that into a positive term in my mind you know what i mean but yeah yeah, just thinking about death it's like what do I need to do? Yeah. And that's like almost how you know? like that first episode started of me doing this. Yeah. I'm just like, I love podcasts. Let's let's just do it. Like, yeah. I don't know how and like, but to see what can fucking happen. And now you're doing that with, with the web series. Yeah. 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 It's like that's my awesome. first my yeah. first dive. You know, like I used to work at. So it it, it is, a, again, an, an incredibly meta kind of project. Yeah. Um, I've I worked at Blockbuster for all of high school. Uh, which made oh, me kind of cool and like that's a even really cooler. Nerdy I, way. Yeah, and I I didn't know that too. Yeah. So that's also like an extra connection with the writing too, and the certain type of people who yeah. work there and like I come actually, in and look at movies and. I actually showed the teaser before I put it out. I showed it to somebody that used to work with me, that actually gave me like, uh, recommended me for the job when I worked at Blockbuster. I came fresh from McDonald's, like super fresh. Face, oh yeah, you know what <laughs> I mean. It was like mm, McDonald's to Blockbuster. What a good promotion yeah. and like. <laughs> And I showed him it, and he's like an amazing producer, uh, musician, um, like all around creative in such a awesome, bougier way than I am. Yeah. But uh, when I showed him the teaser, he was just like, and we worked together at Blockbuster, like I said, and he was just like, Emmy, this is your first like film project. Like I'm incredibly impressed. Like, yeah. He's like, I'm, it's so professional. Like thanks. Like yeah, I didn't know. I didn't know. But like you know, I've secretly been training for this. Like a ninja, you know, yeah, in my yeah. room, just like waiting to film my first. It's thing. like the first Iron Man movie when he's in the cave and he's just yeah. building all this shit. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, it's just an like explosion, explosion. <laughs> and he's like wearing a suit and he's <laughs> flying and murdering everybody. Totally. That's like. Your first thing, yeah. like your first like little short, and it looks awesome. Thanks, it's like, man. Yeah, it's and like, even the quality of the acting and right. I think it's yeah. I think it's good. Like I, it's almost like you know you know when when people reach a point of succession and they're like I've actually been like I, I'm not like I'm surprised and humbled, but I've actually never like I feel like I've been training for this for my whole life. Yeah, you know it was like it was like I'm not at that point of succession, but it, I am in a weird way, in a small way that I'm not I'm not shy from you know celebrating. Yeah. Like I, I I'm really proud, and that's that as a creative I think is a is a step in itself. Yeah, and right just being so proud funny. of something that you've made. Also, like, you know, I know in the past, like, you know, when I put out my first zine or like my first like kind of sequential like art book type of thing, I was just like caving as a person. I had a screenplay in there that I didn't change any names. I remember just like running around the city, just like feeling like the most exposed, vulnerable, like, you know, kind of like weird, like type of like imploding kind of like insecurity mm-hmm. like yeah, yeah, I did yeah. that I can't really explain it's like yeah. other creatives know like when you put your whole life out there and like your mm-hmm. art it's like you feel like you want to kill yourself you know what I mean it's this weird I felt mentally ill yeah but like now I'm like working on this web series and though it is new I don't I've always been scared of that feeling but I've just like kind of faced it and like built off of that knowing that I can't ever get as bad mm-hmm. as that and you just that's a muscle i haven't found yet yeah so now i feel like it's been formed you know what i mean yeah like, yeah it's kind of like got some traction now and yeah like, like i'm not on yeah. set like when i was directing my first thing i was actually it was the most serene 
like practice, artistic practice that I've ever felt. Like it was like, you know, even though it was a new thing, it was scary. I probably failed and I'm probably gonna fail. You know what I mean? At yeah, this, yeah. I was just like, like in a way it was very Zen, like going through it as mm -hmm. opposed to being super neurotic does in it, the past. Does that moments like that feel like I'm supposed to be here? Like exactly. it's, I've, like I've been trying to put this into like words yeah. for like some of my like projects I've been doing too. And it's almost like, somebody would ask me like oh what inspired you to do this or like why do you do this especially like i still run around with a video camera and do my thing totally and it's almost unconscious it's like i don't know why but i, I feel like i'm supposed to be doing it and i just do it and it's like like you said that zen moment it's, of time it's fucking majestic and, yeah yeah <laughs> you know? like you feel like the, like the sexiest you've ever felt the, yeah yeah you know you're not you're not like, you know, not on a, in a vain way, but you're just like, I am like reaching my purpose right now. Like I am like fucking opening up that portal. Like something's happening. Like I'm yeah. just going to roll with it. And like, it's, you know, everything that you've ever done in the past makes sense. Why it was so shitty, you know? Mm -hmm. And like, hopefully, you know, you can hold on to that and let it go. But like, you've been through the ditches, you know what I mean? You've been through all the shit that this is really refreshing to feel like you're making something and, and to have it be, you know, to connect with people and have like, you know, like you watch it and think it's dope and then invite me here Fuck to yeah. do this is like, <laughs> is like, it's solidified, you know, like, yeah, I'm it's, like, wow, it's also like this. really yeah. cool to get you in here too. And cause like some people, they might see that for the first time and they don't know who you are. But you've been like paying your dues as oh, like yeah, yeah. and then dues. some as yeah. <laughs> but um oh man but it's like it's kind of cool to see like you've always done like the writing and also visual stuff but I've seen more of like you drawing and stuff but now yeah. you you have a medium I'm, to put them two together yeah. and sometimes just finding that thing is when the magic happens exactly and, like I've been yeah. writing I've been secretly writing. For like ever since like high school when I had way too many feelings I couldn't understand. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah. And like even though I ventured into like, you know, paint and like, you know, whatever else I did, cartooning or like, you know, anything in a visual realm, mm -hmm. I always knew and I was even like, you know, shooting live videos for my musician friends. Like I just like I always was working on my writing. Yeah, it, whenever it, anybody would ask me like what kind of work do you do like what kind of an artist are you and i was always like I, can it can i be really pretentious and say that it's conceptual mm -hmm. you know i'm not a visual artist like i you know you know when you just like pick out of a bag and you're like okay today i'm like a a fucking visual artist i'm <laughs> yeah, a cartoonist yeah. <laughs> why not somebody else introduces me you're a portrait photographer i'm like not cool, today I'm bitch <laughs> yeah, i'm a comedian I'm like, yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. I'm like not today i'm fucking caving on stage and like i'm a comedian that's doing horribly <laughs> but no like yeah no it i was always working on writing i ventured into visual but it's like i've always i've always been piecing together how to make a teaser for a web series mm -hmm. and so now like we're we made the teaser it's incredible we've like you know written you know the the potential seasons you know the pilot is still like being worked out right now but we applied to ipf like the independent production fund yeah and uh it's really cool because um uh i think we have a good chance of getting it and it's oh, not nice. like competitive yeah. it's it like well it seems c it is competitive of course like mm -hmm. good ideas make it 
uh, and my friend Ethan's, uh, Ethan Cole's, my 90-year-old roommate, that I was able to, like, he was dating my roommate at one point, and then he was the only writer friend that I had met, you know, even, even though I knew you were out there, Sean. Yeah. <laughs> it's just... I wouldn't say I'm like a writer writer you know like yeah, i'll like do like me. one liners here and there but um yeah like yeah, it, yeah. It, it's like it's like i do write though once in a while. exactly <laughs> but, yeah yeah but until you like you know i know like even though anyway you know yeah, we could yeah. get in the debate whatever yeah. there was an awesome quote that i don't know where i heard it i think i do charlie kaufman quoted somebody that said a writer is someone who writing is more difficult like writing for them is more difficult than other people take writing you know what i mean yeah. like if the, i don't know i jumbled up those words and misquoted it to shit but yeah writing is extremely difficult for me so i guess i'm a writer yeah <laughs> i guess i was dyslexic for a while but i guess not but no. anyway yeah no we're um uh we're gunning for the ipf fund which is awesome and then ethan let me like in on the process from like casting casting to you know like going through the production aspect of it um he was working with two other guys uh mm -hmm. and i can't forget I, I can't remember but i know they're both daves yeah so two daves and an ethan they were like film the whole thing you know ended up getting it they ha he had an agent at that time and then got cbc to fund it as well as ipf mm -hmm. and like you know, he was a viral content professor at one point at Seneca during that point, actually. So I was like, how, how are you doing all this, man? Just like marveling at like at like like meeting someone in that time and just being like, oh, my God, I want to be doing what you're doing. Like, yeah. I'm just going to watch and like learn and like go for walks with him when he's super stressed out and like see him like you know just totally be hands-on too yeah like like whenever he would let me be on set <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know i would fucking go like whenever he was casting i'd like you know put my two cents in like the way he was casting wasn't in the end the how i cast it but mm -hmm. it it uh it you know just like being exposed to that just it allows me to shape bounce off of what he was doing at that yeah, time to i feel like that's was. that's like the best education too to just like uh dive in on things too like yeah i've uh i was actually talking to somebody who recently she's still in the same program we took which was advertising thinking of doing other stuff and being told you can't do everything at once which it's gonna take a long road but you fucking can, yeah, can. <laughs> and I mean, um she asked me like oh like how did you get all this different skills like uh, did you go back to school for audio for video and i was like no you just get yourself a camera and you start doing it and you meet people who are better than you and you mentors and yeah yeah, yeah you just get out in the field and just uh, trial and error into victory type of thing and right? like because like the best education is just jumping and actually doing what you're, you're doing yourself. instead of like thinking about it too much and maybe going to school for a million things and then you finally do it and you come out the passion's gone you're kind of like a robotic on how you're doing it yeah. or it's like yeah. it's like um you know from what i can tell since we went through first year a couple of times when we had met fuck yeah it's like, <laughs> it's I'm, like, I'm celebrating that because yeah, I, I met I some of the, at the end of i it, met so. some of my best friends uh just like scattering my school like failing <laughs> random classes and like yeah. shit like that but even uh, people that did well yeah i was like i was like cool like i remember the two people that i was living with at the time were like graduated when they were supposed to yeah. at, the, at the tops of their careers big ups to 
Katie Sue and Carmi Guinto. Oh yeah, yeah. Those are some, those are some names I haven't heard in a long time. Right, and I still I still talk to them. Well, yeah, I still talk to them regularly regularly as much as I can. But Shout I remember like uh, the program coordinator just being like, "Wait, you guys live with Emmy?" Yeah, <laughs> the, like, the failure. Yeah, what? what the fuck happened to her? And I was like, fuck you, man. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm, I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to make it someday. You know, I remember he sent me when he tried to kick me out of the program, like I think for the second time. Yeah. Uh, he, he was just like, you know, I mean, I just, I, you know, there's no doubt in my mind that you're talented. There's no doubt in my mind that like, you know, you're going to make something amazing one day, mm -hmm. but maybe school isn't for you. And I just like walked that sheet of paper home to my parents and was like, Mom, Dad, like I'm out. Like, yeah, this that was the last one. No, it wasn't. It oh wasn't no, you came back. And you're like, like, fuck you. I'm you know the whole the whole balance of like you know making your immigrant parents proud. Mm. You know was my shtick at the end of the day, but it didn't work out. I dropped out at the end of the day. It was my choice, and you know that that was really shitty. That was a really. Sh it's always really shitty when a creative person can never fit into the confines that most people can. Yeah. But it's also like, you know, kind of thriving in the fact that you can go your own way. You just have to make your own way. Yeah, it's so true. Yeah. I find like, so the course was creative advertising <laughs> and I found like Ooh. some of the most creative people <laughs> had like the most trouble with that because they couldn't put like their ideas into a smaller box or whatever yeah. and just... There, I, I just believe like those types who like kind of derailed from that were destined for something greater. Yeah, like, like, like I mean, like you know, humbly us. You know what I mean? Like, like we just like kind of never took no for an mm -hmm. answer. You know? And I remember like at, at one point, this is like there's a couple of stories why, like you know, that environment wasn't for me. But one of like I guess one of the stories really quickly was just like someone. Like I was going to class as I did, you know, really stoned. <laughs> and someone looks over at me in the first, like in the first class that we were in, was like, "Hey, did you finish that pro that that project?" Like, shit, I was like up all night, and I was like, "Oh my god, what project?" <laughs> yeah, I don't I, know. I beat like Super Mario Brothers <laughs> three in twenty minutes. Like that's what I did last night. Like, and she was like, she's like, yeah, like this is what I have, and I was like. Like, this was a regular thing for me to be like, shit, okay, yeah. I'm going to go in 15 minutes and make this happen. Handed in a project that I had worked on, like, went to class late and handed it in. And was yeah. like, fuck, I just did this in 15 minutes. Mm -hmm. And then when we got it back, the chick who had stayed up all night and, like, tried super, super hard was, like, in tears. She was like, "I, how did I get a D when it was a two, like, it was, like, there were two components to the project. Mm -hmm. She was like, and... Uh, and I worked super hard on it. And then you just did one of the components, but you passed. Oh, she wow. was like, yeah. she was like, what am I missing? And I looked over at her shit and it was horrible. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, this is just the sign that you're not supposed to be an art director. Yeah. yeah. Like you're you like you're like, this is horrible that you're trying so hard at something that I'm naturally good at. And like, what is this system? Like yeah. how? Yeah. It's, it's really weird too. like, uh, for any type of program, which we saw, for them to grade creativity, because creativity yeah. is so subjective. And I noticed, like, uh, 
I do one style for one teacher, and they'd be like, oh, this is awesome. I get 90s. I do it to, like, another teacher. I'm like, oh, what the fuck is this idea? Like, 40. Yeah. And uh, you kind of got to, like, change everything. And um, this was, like, the biggest thing that kind of confirmed me that I didn't need to be in school was I uh, I failed my portfolio class. It's, like, the whole year. You just build a portfolio. And... Uh, the teacher at the time was like, what the fuck is this? Oh. I used that same portfolio and got my first job in Toronto, not even altering it at all. Yeah. And <laughs> and uh, there was like a big, like, I could have left that school like a little more gracefully, but I was, <laughs> <Do> uh, <laughs> I was, <laughs> I was so passionate about that moment. I got, I got like a, a dream job. I was like working in a recording studio as I like, remember. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I was going to make little mini documentaries on artists and stuff, which kind of led me down this whole path. Yeah. So, so I, uh. I like just wrote something just super negative on Facebook. Didn't write any names, but it was oh, obvious I, like I who it was directed I, at. Yeah. And it just caused like the biggest fucking shit. And that was just like Ooh. the drop in the roller coaster of my uh, yeah. my uh college year. But you learn be, grace yeah, after that, you know, and you learn how yeah, to yeah. You know how to do things in stride when politely you just, say fuck you. Oh god, yeah. I still don't know how to do that. Yeah. I'm just like kind of like you know, keep reading like Dow books and just yeah, like, yeah. How do I just not hate people? <laughs> you know what I yeah. mean? How do I just love entirely? But no, I did the same thing and I didn't change names. Yeah. <laughs> it was kind of just like because I'm a coward. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, and at that time, Facebook. At that time, Facebook wasn't as official as as it is now. You know, yeah, it wasn't yeah. Like a real document platform it yeah. was just like a place where people you know would kind of say fuck you and still felt invisible you know yeah it, what was weird too that was like the transition of like before facebook used to only be college and university kids and now yeah. it turned into like a worldwide thing so that w i remember that was like singularity the, is now yes <laughs> <laughs> this is all a simulation um oh God, <laughs> yeah that was like the beginning of everybody using facebook before it used to be like this little group of like all your buddies and then like i noticed like that year like oh teachers would see what i said where before it was like a heyday and <laughs> I like tagged one of our one of our instructors too i was like i was like fuck advertising like, I think it, after, like it was while i uh I, it was again <laughs> i love that this is the pattern for both of us but it was when i got my first internship yeah and and like i had dropped out you know, mm -hmm. the program, and then I had moved to Calgary, and then I started working at a really bougie, like, the number one award-winning ad agency in Calgary. Yeah, that's and amazing. And I remember just writing, just being like, fuck you, fuck you. You're fuck cool, you. fuck you. You're cool. <laughs> and I was just like, you know, in a way, I was just being like, you know, the end message was like, just don't quit. Yes. You know? Even, even if the the coordinator tells you you can't do it well, yeah, <laughs> you just you go know, just go out and do it yourself and see what happens instead you know, of being in the school walls that's what well, i say you know he he actually said that to me yeah. which was funny when i dropped out um one of the professors or he's not even one of the instructors yes one of like my big bros you know was just <laughs> like emmy like you just take whatever it is what kind of creative like portfolio you can make up like take it and go to an ad agency and see what happens yeah. you know he's like i think you'll get a job like mm -hmm. i'm pretty sure you are going to he's like so so just go he kind of whispered that while i was like I, you know having a full-on like <laughs> breakout with like the program coordinator <laughs> yeah. but in, in, at the end of the day it's like it's like uh 
I the way that I look at my parents now, you know, like thinking about what a shithead I was as a teenager and like, you know, debatably in college, like I was a bit of a shithead. But, mm. you know, I think that was when I was trying to like really distance myself from their expectations. But, yeah. you know, that was in the transition. DJ transitional period is what my boyfriend calls me. It's like, <laughs> I'm always in a transitional period. But um, Transition from this transition. Yeah, right. <laughs> that, uh, um, now that I put myself, in, you know, getting to 30 this year, I'm just like thinking about like, you know, what it, how fucking hard it is to probably be a parent, especially when you have a creative child. Yeah. And more or less, you know, being an instructor at a, at, in a program where you do, you're fronted with like all these creative people and, you know, where you can tell them, you know, at a time where it's probably the hardest thing for that person to hear is like, you know, you shouldn't be in this program. Yeah. Like I'm now imagining what I like, you know, what I would do in that situation. Yeah. And it's never going to go well. Like you're always going to be the older you get and the more you influence people, the harder it's going to get to like just imp it, like make everybody happy. Mm -hmm. Like I'm a people pleaser and mm -hmm. like I will still tell someone if they're not talented, you're just not. You're just not there. It's just not working out. You know what I mean? Yeah, you yeah. have to give bad news to somebody at some point. And like, you're obviously going to be the, yeah, the person they tag in their Facebook post where they're like, fuck you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I hope one day, like, uh, Professor Emmy just <laughs> one day is like, oh fucking bitch. And I'm just, yeah. just going to love it. I'm yeah, going to yeah. be like, you know, the, the instructor that I called out. Yeah. I'm just going to be like, just fucking give it to me, yeah. you shithead fucking 19 year old shit bag like you don't know about life <laughs> even me now when i look at like college me i was like what the fuck even though it was like you know eight eight ten years ago I, yeah. I'm, I'm still like i knew nothing and like if a fucking shithead like 14 year old came up to me and was like fuck you i hate you mom i'd yeah. be like yeah cool it's nothing on me I'm like, it's the circle of life Fuck you, mom. Remix. Cheers to that. Yeah, big yeah. cheers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. I was gonna be like, maybe it's time for a shot of Jameson. But well, I think we that's why. we can do that. We can <laughs> we can do a little wrap up and uh, yeah. Also on the Girth uh, website, we're gonna post your little teaser for your oh, web series incredible. on here. Yeah. So if people wanna check that out yeah and, we're, um, we're whether or not we get funding we're still gonna make it but yes like like yeah. you uh you know like you have to like it's luckily i mean i'm working on like some sci-fi you know scripts right now that i'm just like oh my god i don't know if this is ever gonna be made because it's gonna take so much money you know what yeah, i mean yeah. <laughs> but uh, fortunately like late fees you know um because i winked at the guy who owns the video rental store in parkdale on queen and fuller by the way yeah. 724 movies or 24 7 movies i don't know but um shout alfred, outs to them shout outs to alfred for letting me shoot there and you know shout out to everyone who keeps it alive because it's a weird anomaly like i spent mm -hmm. when i first went in there i spent like an hour just watching people come in and out and it was really it was really weird for me you know to know that and that's what it's about is like the people that keep that store alive. Yeah. You know? And um, actually, so uh, why are they going in there? Yeah. I was uh, talking to the program director of Girth of who I'm having in tonight. And I, I 
told him about your web series too and he sent me an awesome article yeah. of this guy uh from philadelphia yeah and a year ago he opened a video store and it's doing like well yeah. like rentals so totally. it's like people like strive for that but now it's like since there's like none around like it turned into like a big thing and uh yeah as I was reading the article too, he did like something special, like where it's more of a hangout as well. Like it's a coffee shop slash video store. That's so, it. Yeah. So like we're having Ernie, like like in you know my one giveaway in 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 this in this podcast is just you know Marito ends up being on the side of Ernie, you know as a season as a first season develops, yeah. and uh, you know you start to see the beauty of you know a, a small subculture. You know, that's like, that's a weird anomaly. And hopefully, you know, Alfred gets more traffic through his store because of what I, what it is that I'm doing because he's an awesome dude that's letting me create free shit. If there's any way that I can give him shout outs, you know, and have more people, you know, that want to live out that phase in that mm -hmm. phase in the past out right now, it's like, it's still there. Yeah. Like I go there. People go there. It's weird. Like we have Netflix. I have Netflix. Yeah. I have like I can stream whatever the whatever the fuck I want. But there's something fucking amazing about going in and like talking to people. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. It's like it's, it's like a people. lost art just talking. <laughs> like everybody's so like into their like smart devices and everything. Yeah. Know? It's just like it's a it's a you know counterculture. It's like you know fuck the times that we're mm -hmm. in right now and like let's just yeah still rent movies yeah so i'm actually going to check out this store now yeah like, please. i uh, i didn't know it existed and it's um, on queen and fuller in parkdale okay and we're definitely going to put the address under your little like uh, yeah, teaser definitely. as well too so other people can go check it out and please yeah. support that and support emmy and yeah. yeah uh where can they follow up on um just advancements in this whole uh, web series or whatever. Do you do you have like uh, Instagram or Twitter or anything like that? You or? know, we're um, in this month. We're um, we're we're starting a social media campaign that we actually are launching tomorrow. Oh um, shit! Because the amount of views and like the amount of like social like internet presence that you have is like is a part of like whether or not you're going to get the grant. And so we're going to do the best that we can, but try not to be fake, which is I think a lot of. A lot of creatives right now are falling into like over promoting to the mm -hmm. point where it's just it's it's desperate. Like, let's 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 have integrity. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. so we're going to do the best that we can. And and for now, like word of mouth has been incredible. Like word of mouth is what got us here. So and so we're going to do the best that we can launch a Reddit campaign. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, there are a couple other things that are titled late fees on YouTube, which is, you know, boo Emmy for not doing your due diligence. But you can always look for late fees on YouTube or you can personally add me because I'm a very friendly person mm -hmm. on Facebook um, in order to get to the avenues that we're, we're going to be launching tomorrow. Yeah. So uh, Facebook so. Grace Emmy. It's Grace Emmy. It's Grace Emmy because I used to be on Tinder and Grace is a better name to be on Tinder as opposed to Emmy, but it also separates the homies from the fake wannabes, wannabes. So like <laughs> now when somebody comes up to me, you know, because I'm so fucking cool, you know, they yeah. come up to me and they're like, so if they hey, call you Grace, Grace it's like I'm that's like, not oh. my name. You're one of you're the internet people. Yeah, you're the you're we're one of those interwebbers, you know, like. Yeah. Um, but no, it's Emmy Grace, but Grace Emmy on Facebook, and I'm really approachable. I'm really nice, unless you're, you know. A dick. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. On that note, thanks again. Yeah, oh, I love you. Incredible. Keep doing your thing. I love you too. You always Sean, give man. me like the 
biggest bursts of creative energy. Oh and man, you too. Like seriously. I can't wait to write with you. Like yes. I, it, and I want to tell everybody that's listening here is that Sean is a writer. Sean is a writer that I'm looking to hire. And uh, after this, we're going to have some chicken wings, I'm pretty sure. And I'm going to pitch a bunch of shit to him and see what happens. But uh, I support him and love him. And I'm so proud of you, man. This is incredible. Thank you so much for yeah. having me. Love you too. And you pretty much embody like the type of people oh, I want to have in this room and talk to and yeah. yeah thanks again big cheers big cheers and yeah. uh and if I can I just want to give a huge shout out to everybody on the late fees crew because it's not just me even though I'm taking all the credit like it's literally for the past while I've just been meeting people and like almost bookmarking the people that could work with me on something that you know I'm gonna film and all those people, I know it sounds like I'm giving a fucking award speech ceremony. No, do it like, though. Like <laughs> they're so rad. Like yeah. Sean Keenan is like my roommate, but he's like this awesome cat from Dublin who's just like got the best sense of humor and the worst. It depends what what mood you're in. <laughs> but uh, he's helped me with the entire process, even with the grant application, which is incredible. And I will continue to work with him until he gets sick of me because awesome. he lives with me. And then my, you know, Matt Prada, who's like literally press submit for like you know a bunch of shit but like these are like my my heroes in this and and ernie and marito and kate everybody is just incredible and you i can't wait to have you either you know anyway i'm i'm gonna i'll be an extra no oh you know however you'll come man i'll take you i'll (laughs) wrap the shit out of you and save you in my pocket for like no we're gonna collab for sure i I promise you that'd be awesome can't wait thanks for having me on man cheers what an awesome episode. Thank you again, Emmy. Always a pleasure to chop it up with you. And like we talked about her web series, Late Fees, you can watch this right now under this podcast episode on girth.com. And also under that, you can see the location of where she shot this. And it is an actual running, surviving video rental store in Toronto, Ontario. And I'm actually like so excited to check this out. It's called uh, 724 Movies. And it's on Queen Street West and Fuller Avenue. I haven't had that rental experience in so long. And uh, I think Doctor Strange just came out on DVD, Blu-ray. So I'm going to see if they have it. And kind of enjoy that nostalgic uh, experience that I miss. And it's awesome to hear that a place like that still runs. And uh, yeah, go out and support it. Get some movies. And Emmy, like she's got a lot of exciting stuff going on if you follow this podcast you'll definitely hear from her again and also the creative imbalance uh facebook page will be keeping up with all these projects and we're gonna collab on something that uh is unpodcast related and uh yeah it's gonna be a lot of fun and also on my page i don't really promote this that much but uh there's a lot of uh content i post uh video wise that has nothing to do with the audio here so uh, feel free to give that a thumbs up and uh, yeah, check out some live sets, some comedy and fun stuff like that. And like always, thank you for girthradio.com and the Pacific Junction Hotel Bar for having me in here. And uh, we're going to have some pretty frequent shows coming up with lots of different kinds of guests. And yeah, this podcast shit is my favorite thing to do. I always say that. And a big cheers to you for listening. I appreciate that beyond any words I can say. See you next time. Yeah.